Let's go to the fourth inning. South Bend leading Lansing 1-0. Dante DiCario with your call of the game. Thank you very much, Jesse. First pitch to Jared Young. From Matt Gunter, bounced in the dirt, ball one. The Lugnuts trailing the South Bend Cubs 1-0 in game one of this four-game series. Left-hander Matt Gunter on the mound, taking on the number three hitter in the Cubs order, Jared Young from the left side. Here's the pitch. Up and in, ball two. Last time up, Jared Young was hit by a pitch. It was just the second time that Matt Gunter had hit a batter all season. Young's an interesting story. The two ball pitch. And he laces one shallow right. That's a base hit in front of Noberto Obeso. Young to first base to lead off the top of the fourth. We'll stay on that topic. I was talking with the voice of the South Bend Cubs, Darren Pridget, prior to today's game. And right before first pitch, we found out that former South Bend Cub Oscar De La Cruz was suspended for 80 games due to testing positive to PEDs. Here's Miguel Amaya, the number four hitter and Cubs starting catcher from the right side batting against the left-handed thrower in Matt Gunter. First pitch, up and away, ball one. One-nothing Cubs in the top of the fourth inning. No outs and Jared Young at first base after he let off with a single. Amaya 0 for 1, pickoff at first, the tag by Noda, head first slide, not in time. And so I went to Darren and I said, this must be, must be a huge loss for the Cubs organization. And he said, well, the Cubs system has really, is not that good as it used to be. The ball one pitch, swing and a miss, one ball and one strike. The Chicago Cubs, let's face it, were not very good for some time, Jesse. Now, they're good at the major league level, but it seems like their minor league system has struggled over the past maybe two seasons. The 1-1, up and away, two balls and one strike. And earlier, I believe in the third inning, you talked about that trade, Jose Quintana for Eloy Jimenez. It seems like that that's what killed the Cubs system because they felt they had the young position players at the major league level. Remember Gleyber Torres was traded to the Yankees. 2-1 is fouled back to the screen. Two balls and two strikes. There's another guy who's done a tremendous job with the Yankees at the big league level after suffering an injury last year at the AAA level. I know the Cubs won a World Series, but now they're just trying to rebuild their system. They've got Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, two young great position players players at the major league level. 2-2, fouled back to the screen again. Miguel Amaya is just missing that fastball away. 89 miles an hour in the stadium gun. And so I look at their top prospect list and I see a lot of guys that are not having great years in the minor league system, but there's a guy at first base in Jared Young who's having an excellent season, but is not a top prospect. The 2-2, Amaya takes in the dirt. And Young breaks for a second. He will get their feet first as the transfer is bobbled by the catcher, Owen Spivak. Young to second with nobody out. The count now three balls and two strikes with the pitch in the dirt. Jared Young is top 10 in three offensive categories. RBIs, slugging percentage, and average. And MLB.com does not have him as a top prospect in the Cubs organization. Maybe because he's a first baseman. The 3-2. Inside and low. That is ball four to Miguel Amaya. 
first and second with nobody out in the top of the fourth inning. And so Jesse, let me ask you, with Darren saying that this Cubs system has been diminished or deplenished over the last few years, would you say that Young is a prospect in the organization? I think he has to keep on hitting. I think the fact that Jared Young was taken in the 15th round, there are going to be some doubters for him. But with everything that we've seen from him here in the Midwest League, he's doing all that they have asked from him. Here's Austin Flair, the third baseman batting right-handed. First pitch from the lefty Gunter. At the knees, there's strike one. First and second for the Cubs, with nobody out in the top of the fourth inning, leading the Lugnuts 1-0. You understand, Dante, some guys, it's just going to continue to be tough to them, uh, for them. The pitch. Breaking ball stays high, one ball and one strike. And yet as long as they perform, as long as they answer the questions that are asked, everything takes care of itself. Think about Kevin Pillar, a non-prospect with the Lansing Lugnuts, who just kept on performing until he was in the majors. They set up outside. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swing and a foul tip into the catcher's glove. Strike two. And go to go back to the point that you made about Kevin Pillar, coming up through the Blue Jays minor league system, he was still never ranked a top 30 prospect in the organization, made the major league, and he's had an impact. That's really all you need from a minor league player is that to have an impact. The 1-2, low. A lot of people will come out and say, well, minor leaguers are minor leaguers. A, a prospect's <laughs> a prospect. We want them to do great things. But I think the one thing that an organization hopes for is for a guy to contribute at the major league level, and Pilar has done everything to contribute. The 2-2. Two -two. Deep fly ball down the left field line into the corner. Rodriguez holds it in and quickly gets it into the infielder. Shortstop Vicuña behind third, relays it back to the pitcher, Matt Gunter. Runners stay at first and second. A hook, line shot, somehow hauled in by Freddie Rodriguez, a great defensive play. That was hit with massive amounts of topspin. So it was spinning, it was hooking away from Rodriguez, and he stayed right with it, even with the wall coming up quickly. And with all the shade down in that left field corner, and so now the number six hitter, Delvin's in. Shortstop in the right-hand batter's box against the left-hander, Matt Gunter. First pitch. Outside and low, ball one. One out. M Amaya at first and Young at second. And the Cubs leading the Lugnuts 1-0 in the top of the fourth inning. Third baseman, Navarro, is in. The ball one pitch. Lifted in the air to right field. Obeso to his right, tracks it, makes the catch. Tagging from second, Young. The throw from Obeso, one bounce, stopped in between second and third by Kevin Vicuña. And Jared Young is at third base. Runners now on the corners with two down. Still, if you're Matt Gunter, you get Cambalego. You're out of another spot. And that was after he was pitching behind in the count to the first two batters. and. Well, no kidding. Young and Amaya, no joke at home plate. So now the number seven hitter, Cam Balego. He's the first baseman giving Jared Young a day off. Who's at third. Amaya at first. Two outs. Cubs leading one nothing. Shortstop Vicuña deep, the pitch. At the knee, strike one. That right there, that is the most important pitch for Gunter. 
If he works from out in front of the count, it is very different for Belego. Gunter's a fly ball pitcher. And here's the 0-1. Shallow fly ball to right field. Obeso comes in into the shade to make the catch. And the inning is over. Good pitching. Absolutely. After back-to-back -back base runners to lead off the top of the fourth, Matt Gunter gets three consecutive flyouts, and we head to the bottom of the fourth inning with the Cubs leading the Lugnuts 1-0. You're listening to Lugnuts Baseball on Lansing Sports Station. The game 7.30 a.m. WVFN East Lansing. Is the official potato chip of minor league baseball. So tell me, is this something delicious flavors like the classic ripple, yeah. or maybe something a little wilder like the maple bacon flavored chips? Grab a bag of Uncle Ray's potato chips at Cooley Law School Stadium. Uncle Ray's, the official potato chip of minor league baseball. We're beyond good, are you? Do you think our coaches will like hey, to move. Them. Capital Commons oh, yeah. has gallery-style oh, yeah. kitchens with breakfast bars. With their spacious living rooms with generous closet space, Capital Commons apartment and townhomes are the right choice. Scenic views, ample parking, sparkling pool, and 24-hour maintenance. Capital Commons is also just a short stroll away from shopping, colleges, and activities. There's so much to love at Capital Commons. Call today to schedule a tour to view your new home at 517-484-0505. At the Lugnuts, every Sunday is Delta Dental Kids Day. A day full of baseball and activities for the young at heart. Arrive early and skip play catch on the field pregame. Enjoy all kinds of children's activities that stick around after the game as kids run the bases. The Lugnuts celebrate superheroes on Delta Dental Kids Day, Sunday, July 22nd. Don your cape and don't miss out on the superhero jersey giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. That's why he was out. 485-4500 or log on to LansingLugnuts.com. The game, 730 AM, WVFN East Lansing. Second baseman Samad Taylor to lead off the bottom of the fourth inning against the right-hander Erling Moreno from Cartagena, Colombia. Six foot three, standing over 200 pounds, pitching on the middle of the rubber against the Lugnuts number five hitter in the right-hand batter's box. First pitch, bouncing down the third baseline. It is foul. Third base coach and manager Cesar Martin cannot believe it. The call made by the home plate umpire, Chris Presley, had a strike one to Samad Taylor. Leading off this bottom of the fourth inning, followed by the number six hitter, Ryan Gold, and the number seven hitter, Freddy Rodriguez, who is in the hole. Right-hander Moreno on the mound. Big body. Looks like he has great lower body strength. Big thighs. He's got those long pants right down to his cleats. He steps and throws. Taylor hits it right into the glove of the second baseman, Rafael Nurea. There's one down. He uses that body as well. He brings the full momentum off the mound, falling off first base side as he delivers. Got great sink. Great body, as you mentioned. And the ability to get down on that baseball. And he suffered Tommy John surgery in 2014, and it looks like he is back in today's start. Here's Ryan Gold, first pitch, inside and low, ball one. It was this part of the offense that offered the spark back in the second inning. Yeah. This Gold-Rodriguez-Navarro combination. 
Gold walked. Rodriguez a single. And then Navarro grounded out into a fielder's choice. Gold was out at third. Here's the pitch. Outside and low. Two balls and no strikes. That was 94 on the stadium gun. one nothing Cubs in the bottom of the fourth inning. One out, nobody on for Ryan Gold. Here's the pitch. And he lifts it in the air to deep left field. Singleton goes back into the shade, turns around, makes the catch with two hands. There's two down. It's a good thought by Gold going oppo. Just didn't have enough carry. Well, Jesse, earlier today when we looked at the weather report, we saw six miles an hour towards left field, more towards left center to be correct. That ball is carried. We saw Singleton come in and then he went back. Maybe if the Lugnuts continue to put great swings on it, they will get the results. Here's Freddie Rodriguez stepping into the left-hand batter's box against the right-hander Erling Moreno. For the South Bend Cubs, who lead 1-0, bottom of the fourth. The pitch on the outside corner, strike one. And there's two outs. Nobody on for Rodriguez. And as he steps in, we see F. Rodriguez. What is this? Well, we now have two Rodriguez's on the team. There's a D. Rodriguez down in the Lugnuts bullpen. <laughs> Dalton Rodriguez. And let's be clear, both of them from different countries. So that's what separates them. The pitch, just outside. One ball and one strike. Freddie Rodriguez from Baruta, Venezuela, and Dalton Rodriguez from Mexicali, uh, Mexico. Remember, the Lugnuts just saw back-to-back -back Rodriguez is starting against them. 1-1. One, one. Grounded down the first baseline. Foul and into the Lugnuts right field bullpen. That is strike two on Freddie Rodriguez, who is one for one with a single in the second inning. We just saw Elvin Rodriguez two days ago for West Michigan, and Jesus Rodriguez yesterday for the Whitecaps. Jesse, you had me on Around the Nest earlier, and I got them all mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> so many Rodriguezes. One-two pitch. Up at our down and away. Two balls and two strikes. That was 98 on the stadium gun. And judging the stadia gun, probably three miles an hour off, so maybe 94, 95. That's just our guess, though. Middle infield back. Third baseman, Filaire, middle depth. And the first baseman, Balego, is back on the outfield grass. The 2-2. Grounded down the third baseline and fair into the left field corner. Rodriguez rounds first, heads for second. Singleton digs it up and lobs it into third. It is a two-out double down the left field line for Reddy Rodriguez, bottom of the fourth inning. He has been a revelation. He was three for 28 with Vancouver. Now he's eight for 19 with the Lugnuts. That's exactly what the Lugnuts need. And also to top that point, that is also a second multi-hit game with the Lansing Lugnuts and he's only played a handful of games. So here's Jesus Rodriguez who's also raised some eyebrows or Jesus Navarro, pardon me, Jesus Rodriguez, <laughs> West Michigan Whitecaps Give pitcher. Give everybody Rodriguez is the name. First pitch. Down low, blocked by Miguel Amaya, ball one. Owen Rodriguez is on deck, oh. Erling Rodriguez on the mound. See, this is why when you had me on Around the Nest, I was mixing up everybody's names. So here's Jesus Navarro, third baseman in the right-hand batter's box. One ball and no strikes. Two outs, Freddie Rodriguez at second for the Lugnuts and they're half of the fourth inning, trailing one nothing. The pitch. Breaking ball stays inside, almost hit him. Two balls and no strikes. Isn't it funny though, that it's been the Freddy Rodriguez and Jesus Navarro show on offense? Yeah. Ever since the Lugnuts offense went quiet. 
Here's the pitch. Lifted foul down the right field line and out of play. Erling Moreno is really pounding that fastball in with that breaking ball. That was 94 on the stadium gun. Navarro's 0 for 2 after he grounded into a fielder's choice with runners on first and second. He's already got a pair of doubles in his young Lugnuts career. The 2-1 in the dirt. Three balls and one strike. He was hitting 4 for 28 with Vancouver. He's hitting wow. 300, 9 for 30 as a member of the Lugnuts. He has done a tremendous job. He has reached base in eight consecutive games since starting his Lugnuts career. The 3-1 from Moreno. Navarro takes in the dirt ball four. He has now reached base in nine consecutive games. Nine for 28 with four walks. First and second for the number nine hitter, Owen Spivak. If you're Owen Spivak right now, every time you come up, you know you've got teammates on base. They're taking care of their jobs. Pitching coach Brian Lawrence comes out of the Cubs third base dugout to talk with the right-hander, Erling Moreno. And after he got ahead in this bottom of the fourth inning with back-to-back flyouts, he gave up a ground ball double down the left field line to Freddy Rodriguez and now a walk to Jesus Navarro. And this could be a, an interesting spot for Owen Spivak, who's been working closely with manager Cesar Martin and hitting coach Matty Young over the past several days. He is already 0 for 1, a ground out to second with runners on the corners his last time up. But in West Michigan, he came clutch with a two-run single that gave the Lugnuts a 4-3 lead late in the top of the seventh. 1-0 Cubs, bottom of the fourth inning, two outs, first and second for Owen Spivak. Batting from the left side against the right-hander, Erling Moreno. First pitch. And he hits it on the ground, foul down the first baseline. Got right on top of that baseball. Ryan Gold emerges from the dugout, picks up the baseball and tosses it to the first row bleachers for a young fan with a blue t-shirt and a glove. He made that catch look easy. Spivak from Mississauga, Ontario. Attended junior college and then was drafted by the Blue Jays a few years back in the 10th round. Strike one pitch. He takes down low, evening the count at one ball and one strike. Spivak crushed in college, batted over 354. And the Blue Jays thought so high of him, they drafted him in the 10th round. He's mostly bounced around rookie ball and Vancouver. One game in Dunedin over the course of his career. The 1-1, swing and a miss, strike two. So this is an opportunity for Owen Spivak to make a name for himself with the Lansing Lugnuts. Lugnuts with three catchers on their roster, so he's going to get some playing time between catcher and designated hitter, I would guess. He's got the white batting gloves and the black bat. Here's the one-two. Cold strike three on the inside corner. A breaking ball that froze Owen Spivak, and the Lugnuts strand runners at first and second. Finishing off the bottom of the fourth inning. We go to the top of the fifth. The Cubs leading the Lugnets 1-0. You're listening to Lugnets Baseball on Lansing Sports Station. The game 7.30 a.m. WVFN East Lansing. Top of the fifth inning here at Coley Law School Stadium. The left-hander Matt Gunter on the mound. 
taking on the bottom of the South Bend Cubs order before the top. It is Rafael Norea, the number eight hitter, leading things off. Second baseman batting right-handed, followed by Chris Singleton and Zach Davis. Rafael Norea was on the South Bend Cubs disabled list for some time, and finally, he is up against the Lansing Lugnuts. I've been looking forward to seeing him. The Cubs leading the Lugnuts 1-0. Dante DiCaria with you, alongside Jesse Goldberg-Strassler. A beautiful Friday night, the pitch. Line drive into the glove of Matt Gunter on the mound. What a play. He just stuck up his right hand and hauled it in. One down. Reflex action Matt Gunter. <laughs> a little bit scary too. I've talked to some pitchers over the course of the last three years that have had line drives come at them and they say it is not fun. Gunter didn't panic. Now he takes on the number nine hitter, Chris Singleton. The first pitch. On the inside corner, strike one. Singleton doesn't like it. He looks back at the home plate umpire, Chris Presley, after he jumped out of the way. Here's the strike one pitch. Shows bunt, pulls back. The fastball's up and away. One ball and one strike. The Cubs leading the Lugnuts, one nothing. Top of the fifth inning with nobody on. And one out. Third baseman Navarro comes in guarding the bunt. One one. Swing and a miss in the dirt. Strike two. So Matt Gunter went to school at Hawaii Pacific. He was our subject of our pregame interview. He's in this fifth inning, so four and a third so far. The one-two pitch, Singleton takes cold strike three on the outside corner. Two down. Gunter frozen with a changeup away. So now that is four and two-thirds. Innings pitch for Matt Gunter. This is just the fifth time, or pardon me, fourth time that Gunter has pitched into the fifth inning this season. And now the leadoff man, Zach Davis. First pitch. One hop past the shortstop, Kevin Vicuña up the middle, a base hit into center field. Davis aboard with two out. It was a fastball aimed inside. Just full credit to Davis bringing his hands in, sending it right back through the middle of the diamond. And now the number two hitter, Brendan Hughes. one nothing Cubs. Top of the fifth inning, two outs. And Davis at first base. Hughes, the switch hitter, standing in the right-hand batter's box. Two-tone bat in his hands with the white batting gloves. The blue helmet and the gray South Bend Cubs jersey, just like the Chicago Cubs. Pick off at first, not in time. Left-hander Matt Gunter already with two pickoffs this evening. He picked up Rafael Norea to end the second inning and then picked off Chris Singleton at second to end the third. Here's the pitch, runner goes, pitch is high, throw down to second, Taylor tags and he got him! Head first slide by Zach Davis, doesn't do him anything. As Samad Taylor reaches up, takes a high throw, and greets the tag to the sliding Davis. And the top of the fifth inning is over. A leadoff single is erased, and we go to the bottom of the fifth. The Lugnuts trailing 1-0. You're listening to Lugnuts Baseball on Lansing Sports Station. The game 7.30 a.m. WVFN East Lansing. Kevin Vicuña to lead off the bottom of the fifth inning against the right-hander Erling Moreno, who steps and throws the first pitch. 
breaking ball up and in, almost hit Kevin. That is ball one. It is Vicuña, Obeso, and Chavez Young, the top of the Lansing Lugnuts batting order. One, two, three, do up. And the pitch. On the outside corner, one ball and one strike. It is one nothing South Bend. Lugnuts half of the fifth inning. And the sun is shining, a beautiful sunset on this Friday night. 1-1. Check swing, did he go? No, he did not. According to the first base umpire, Gabriel Alfonso. Two balls and one strike. It was a breaking ball low and away to Kevin Vicuña. Corners guard the lines, middle infield back, the pitch. Chopped on the ground to third, Filaire grabs, charges, throws, got him. One down. And Vicuña's 0 for three. Just another ground ball out against Moreno. He's done a tremendous job in using that sinker and breaking ball low in the zone. Not only have we seen ground balls in the sinker, but a lot on the breaking ball, just like we saw right there to Vicuña, who probably swung at a ball. He's got an aggressive approach though, so you have to give him that. Here's Noberto Obeso in the left-hand batter's box. First pitch. Breaking ball in the inside corner, strike one. The Lugnets batters are getting frustrated. The home plate umpire, Chris Presley. Oweso just turned his head, looks into the dugout. He still did not move out of the left-hand batter's box. The 0-1. Hit on the ground to second, gloved by Norea, who sidearms to first, out number two. Dante, it is interesting to me that in the prior two starts, both against Aiden, Erling Moreno allowed a lot of hits, a lot of strikeouts, and a lot of runs, and we're seeing none of the three. Overall this season between the Arizona League and with the South Bend Cubs in the Midwest League, 13 and two thirds, 15 hits allowed. So you mentioned the hits, it's right around what you said, but he's only walked four batters and he struck out 13. So he's really, he's got good stuff. And here's Chavez Young, switch hitter from the left side. First pitch from the right-hander. Chopped down the third baseline, foul, and into the, lug, or into the Cubs left field bullpen. Two outs and nobody on for Young. And the Lugnets trailing the Cubs, 1-0 in their half of the fifth. If two days ago is any indication, Chavez is about to triple right here because that's exactly what he did then. Single, double, triple his first three at-bats. And that came down the first baseline into the corner. The 0-1. Moreno tosses it outside, one ball and one strike. That was 101 miles an hour on the stadium gun. So my guess is that he's got that fastball 95-plus. He's got prospect ceiling. You said earlier in our pregame show and in the first to third innings that Moreno was a top prospect or at least an up and coming prospect in the Cubs organization last year. And that was after he pitched to a .90 ERA in short season A ball in 2016, the 1-1. At strike two, when he was just 19. Exactly, you think about this arm. Clearly he throws hard. Clearly his stuff has great movement on it. I think the next step for him is to make sure that his command is as sharp as possible with that fastball. That better secondary stuff. We have not seen too much there. Big six foot three man on the mound. Steps and throws. Young hits it on the ground slowly to short. Zinn grabs, throws. He got him. Young thought he was safe. He threw his hands up and said safe. And the bases umpire Gabriel Alfonso said no, you're out. 
And the bottom of the fifth inning is over as the Lugnuts go one, two, three. Top of the sixth we go. Cubs leading one nothing. You're listening to Lugnuts Baseball on Lansing Sports Station. The game 7.30 a.m. WVFN East Lansing. And we go to the top of the sixth inning on this beautiful Friday night at Cooley Law School Stadium. After the game, stay right here. It is post-game Laugh-Cue Fireworks. Also after the game, Jesse and I will bring you a very extensive and uh, in-depth post-game show as we make our way around the uh, around the nest, around the Blue Jays organization, around the Midwest League, and we break down today's game. The Cubs leading the Lugnuts 1-0. And it's the number two hitter, Brendan Hughes, switch hitter, batting from the right side against the left-hander, Matt Gunter. The first pitch shows bunt, takes back. The fastball is up and away, ball one. Earlier today, I went down to batting practice, watched some of the pitchers. The ball one pitch on the outside corner, one and one. And I talked with roving pitching coach or interim pitching coach Rafael Lasso, who is replacing Tony Caceres, 1-1, outside. And Tony away on a four-day vacation. Of course, every coach gets four days off just to kind of regroup. It's a very long season. Recharge the battery. Yeah. The 2-1. Two, two High fly ball. Third base side. Navarro near the fence, and this one drops about five rows up from the third base dugout out of play. Two balls and two strikes. And so from talking to Rafael Lasso, I asked him, of course, he's one of the pitching coaches in the Gulf Coast League. I asked him about some of the guys that he has seen pitching wide in the Blue Jays organization. And he did not hesitate to talk about Eric Pardino, who is, I believe, with Bluefield. Yes, 17-year-old out of Brazil. And if he joins the Lansing Lugnuts this year or next year, he will be the second player from Brazil to join the Lugnuts in their history. The pitch fouled back to the screen, two balls and two strikes. The first one turned out to be the very first Brazilian major leaguer. Yep, that was Jan Gomes, a catcher slash third baseman that came up with the Blue Jays and they traded him to the Indians for Mike Avilas, the 2-2. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. It is dropped by Spivak, who tosses it to first to complete the strikeout. Two to three on your scorecard, one down. And so Rafael Lasso was a coach in the New York Mets organization for 10 seasons before joining the Blue Jays in 2013 in the Dominican Summer League as a pitching coach. Told me he had the likes of Miguel Castro down in the Dominican Summer League. But Eric Pardino has said it's probably the best pitching prospect that has came through this organization in a while. The pitch inside and it hit Jared Young. Matt Gunter has drilled Jared Young for the second time this evening. He's at first with one out. All he's trying to do is just get the baseball inside. I don't blame to him. Own that inside corner. It's just a bit off. I don't blame him, Jesse. You need to pitch in against Young. 1-0 South Bend in the top of the sixth inning. Left-hander Matt Gunter on the mound. This is the first time that he has pitched into the sixth inning all year. He takes on Miguel Amaya, batting from the right side. The first pitch. At the knee, strike one. Jared Young at first base with one down. Jesse, Eric Pardino has had so much success 
with the Bluefield Blue Jays, and I'll tell you what Lasso said about him. Pick off at first, and no tag applied by Noda. Head first slide back in by Jared Young. He told me, and I know you said this, he's like the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of pitching. Didn't exactly say that, but from what he told me, it, that's pretty much what he was saying. The 0-1. Lifted in the air, foul off to the right. This one hooks on top of the rooftop and into the gutter monster and out of play. Strike two on Amaya. Makes me very excited. Yeah. I asked him, when do you think Pardinia will probably play with the Lugnets? And he said, my guess next year. Probably skip Vancouver, just like Vladdy did. But I'm hoping to see him this year. He said that his breaking stuff is so good. His fastball has sink, 97. The bitch. Swing and a miss. Drop, rolling all the way to the backstop from Owen Spivak. It is strike three all the while. Jared Young moves to second base on what might be a pass ball or a wild pitch. And Amaya down swinging, two down. And now Austin Folaire. I asked him, what is the biggest thing that Pardino needs to improve on? We're talking about one of the top pitching prospects in all the baseball, just 17 years old. And he said that he just needs to mature, not just in his mind, but his body, the pitch. High, ball one. I said to him, what do you mean by that? And he said, right now he's just so young, he hasn't really developed into a grown man just yet. Of course, 17 years old, he's still got body fat, he's still trying to put on some muscle. And even with that, he's still throwing 97 miles an hour. The pitch, Folaire hits it in the air to deep center field. Young to his left, turns around and into the shade, looks up, makes the catch, and the inning is over. A hit by pitch on Jared Young does no harm. That ties a career high for longest outing for Gunter. Very nice. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. The Lugnets trailing the South Bend Cubs one to nothing. You're listening to Lugnuts Baseball and Lansing Sports Station, the game 7.30 a.m. WVFN, East Lansing. Ryan Noda to lead off the bottom of the sixth inning against Erling Moreno. First pitch, fastballs away, ball one. The Lugnuts trailing the South Bend Cubs in game one of this four-game series, one nothing in their half of the sixth inning. Ryan Noda from the left-hand side, batting with no batting gloves, tilts the bat forward. The pitch. Away, once again, ball two. So as Ryan Noda, Samad Taylor, and Ryan Gold do up, that is four, five, and six. This is a key spot for the Lansing Lugmans. If Noda can get on, two ball pitch on the inside corner. Now two balls and one strike. The Lugnuts have stranded a total of six base runners entering this bottom half of the sixth inning. The two one at the knees. Two balls and two strikes, and Ryan Oda cannot believe it. He steps away from the left-hand batter's box, grabs a little bit of dirt, puts it on his hands, and now grips the bat. Digs his back foot into the left-hand batter's box, taps home plate, and the right-hander Moreno is ready to go. Steps, kicks, and throws. Noda takes outside. Now a full count. The fifth inning was the first time that the Lugnuts did not reach base. Vicuña, Obeso, and Young grounded out to pretty much every single infield position. The 3-2. Noda lifts it in the air to shallow center field. Shortstop Delvin's in in the outfield grass, makes the catch. One down. 
And in the background, we can hear some of the fateful chanting, let's go lug nuts, let's go. And that's what they need, they need some support. So here's Samad Taylor and Jesse, I wanna talk about Samad. He probably isn't having the season that he would like, although he's been a great contributor to the Lugnuts order. The number five hitter and Lugnuts second baseman from the right side. First pitch. Breaking ball curves in for strike one. And the Lugnuts trailing the Cubs 1-0 in the bottom of the sixth inning. We've seen some bright spots from Samad this year. The 0-1. And he chops it foul into the Lugnuts first base dugout and out of play. Strike two. I went down to batting practice today, Jesse, and I asked Samad, What's been going on? What are you working on right now? And he said that there's so many moving parts in my swing. I'm just trying to stay straight to the baseball, keep my head straight, not trying to move up. Said a lot of the time he pushes his chest forward when he swings and he gets right in front. 0-2, high. Might be a little bit hard to describe, but when he swings, his full body is facing towards the pitcher. Whereas Matty Young and the coaching staff want him to be just square. Keep that elbow to, and that shoulder straight towards the middle of the field. The one, two. Fastball is high. 96 on the stadium gun and Moreno is pumping it. And this is late in the ball game. The two, two pitch to Samad Taylor. Breaking ball up and in, almost hit him. Full count. Ryan Gold on deck off to the right. And Jesse, when you hear Samad Taylor talk about this, what does that tell you? That he's moving in the right direction. First step is identifying, the second step is working to build proper habits. 3-2, fastball fouled back to the screen behind home plate. But Dante, think about it, that's a lot, right? It's a lot of different things that he's working on and so right now, just trying to simplify the game. I asked him, I said, how difficult is that? And he said, it's pretty much just changing a whole different habit and getting into that routine. It's hard to change everything in life. Not just baseball, the three, two. Fastball up, ball four. A one out walk for Samad Taylor. And that passes the baton to Ryan Gold. And as Samad Taylor walks down the first baseline, he guards the sun, looking towards the third base coach, Cesar Martin. And maybe he'll get the green light here. 27 steals this season is fourth in the Midwest League. And that is going to bring out the manager, Jimmy Gonzalez, from the third base dugout to take the ball away from Erling Moreno. And he's taking his time. Let's see. That is Jimmy Gonzalez. And usually when the manager comes out, that means that is it. So he is talking to Moreno. And it doesn't look like he's going to take the ball away, Jesse. This is the maybe one of the few times that we've seen this this year where the manager comes out and does not take the ball away. The Cubs reliever on the pen down the left field line had already started to enter the game, but he had not crossed the foul line. So he's waiting down the left field line in the bullpen. And now they're going to welcome him in. This is very bizarre. You don't often see a manager come out there for about 30 seconds, wait to take the ball away from Moreno, and then bring in a new reliever. And as they walk off, Moreno gives a fist bump to number 37 who enters the ball game, which is Garrett Kelly. Especially because it was not like he was trying to buy more time for Kelly to warm up. Kelly wasn't warming up. He was just standing and watching 
like all the rest of us. Have you ever seen that before? No, I don't think so. Then again, we couldn't eavesdrop in with the conversation that they were having on the mound. And I guarantee you, there were meaningful words being spoken. Must have been about maybe coming out of the game, we don't know. So now Garrett Kelly, the right-hander for the South Bend Cubs, will come into the ball game in relief of Erlene Moreno with a runner at first, and we will stay right here with you. One out, and the Cubs leading the Lugnuts one to nothing with the left-handed hitting designated hitter Ryan Gold do up. We can go through the scouting report all you want. Jesse, how about an introduction to number 37, Garrett Kelly? He's from Downey, California, and he was signed from playing with the Schaumburg Boomers. That is independent baseball, signed as a free agent this year. Kelly, so far, eight appearances with the South Bend Cubs, and 15 innings worked, only nine base hits allowed. The league batting just 170 against him. Six walks, 17 strikeouts for the right-hander standing 6-1 and weighing in at 210 pounds. Another note, how you mentioned Schaumburg in the Frontier League of Independent Baseball. He is now the second pitcher on the South Bend Cubs lost, uh, roster that played in independent ball. Ryan Lawyer just recently signed out of independent ball playing for the normal Corn Belters. So this is nice to see that the Cubs are going into the Indy route to grab some organizational depth and maybe um, some potential good arms down the road. So Erlene Moreno leaves with Samad Taylor at first and the Cubs just leading one to nothing in the bottom of the sixth. And we hear the train in the background. Those train trucks beyond right field. And here's Ryan Gold. Gold is 0 for 1 with a walk and a fly out to left. Taylor at first with great speed, 27 steals this year. Right-hander Garrett Kelly on the mound. The first pitch, Taylor runs. Throw down to second, one hop, Taylor head first slide, tag, got him. Samad Taylor caught stealing, two down. Full credit to Delvin Zinn, the shortstop for that tag. One hop throw, so he's gotta read the bounce grabbed it and in one motion he swung that tag back to get Taylor. And now Ryan Gold with nobody on. I don't blame the Lugnuts for trying to steal. They have not been able to muster any offense and they just needed a runner in scoring position for a guy that's here to drive in runs in Ryan Gold, the pitch. Inside, one ball and one strike. And on the throw, the pitch was right down the pipe, so that was strike one. So now one and one. One one. In the dirt. Blocked by Miguel Amaya. Ryan Gold with no batting gloves. Bright red shin guard on his right foot. Taps home plate and gets set. Right hander Garrett Kelly for the Cubs. Looks in, and here's the 2-1. Hit on the ground to short, one hop, grabbed by Zinn, toughly throws to first, got him, and the inning is over. The Lansing Lugnuts get a walk by Samad Taylor. He is caught stealing, and Gold grounds out to short, and we go to the top of the seventh with the Cubs leading one to nothing. You're listening to Lugnuts Baseball and Lansing Sports Station, the game 7.30 a.m., WVFN, East Lansing.